What's going on? It's your boy Levi, and this is Fourth Quarter Legends. What's going on? How, how's it going for everybody? I hope everything's good for everybody. Uh, good afternoon. Um, I want to first uh, thank you guys for just continually to listen to the show. You know, uh, Kavar's not on today. Uh, stuff popped up, but you know the show must go on. So I appreciate it. Once again, hit us up on Twitter. Uh, fourth quarter legends, uh, Instagram, fourth quarter legends, uh, give us some feedback, you know, hit us up, you know, let us know what you like about the show, anything you want to talk about on the show, uh, about any of these, in any of our quarters, first quarters, pop culture, second quarters, NCAA, third quarters, NFL, NBA is fourth quarter. So, you know, let us know. So let's get into the first quarter. Uh, I want to, uh, it's going to be a short segment, by the way, but I'm not feeling too well. But I want to talk about a Netflix show that everybody ha- probably has already watched, binge watched the mess out of, and that is Stranger Things 2. And here's some things that's on the table that I want everybody to know before the uh, next season comes out. All right. Number one. The season won't be released for a while. Sorry, guys. It won't be released until probably late 2018 or maybe in the beginning of 2019. So, you know, you know, they do it in 15 month segments after, you know, the first season debut. But that's how that works. Second thing, the series might end after four seasons. I mean, why so quickly? Why you end it so quickly? But who, I mean, who who knows why, you know, four or five seasons, I mean, where we'll end up, you know, but the third thing, there would be another time jump. Wow. Another time jump. Number four, season three might not focus on Will. Wow. Like they ended the last season with the focus on Will, that whole thing when he got possessed. So <laughs> I wonder who they're going to focus on. <laughs> Number five, the Mind Flayer will probably be back. I'm pretty sure that we knew the Mind Flayer was going to be back anyway uh, due to how they ended it. Uh, Erica Lucas' sister will return, even though she didn't get much screen time. Uh, Lucas' little sister, Erica, played, you know, a newcomer by uh, Priya Ferguson. She quickly became a fan favorite for some reason but she's a little cutie uh but there might be you know number seven there might be some justice uh for bob uh you know fans were reeling after joyce lovable new you know bay bob uh newbie who played by sean Aston. um you know they met and bob had to be killed off but uh, they might ha- they might revisit the character in the next season, but we don't know. Eight, we may never fully understand the upside down. So that's really gonna you know that's really gonna get under some people's skins that you know they would never understand the upside down. Well, I, I'm still trying to figure it out the methodology and everything, uh, but. You know, however, whatever it means, however you play the game, I don't know. Uh, Nine, Dr. Benner, uh, a.k.a. Papa, is alive. I think, I believe we knew that. Uh, Number 10, we could see more of 11's 
uh, lab mates. Uh, we seen one of them in the last season. Uh, she could control like perception, like whatever you see, but it's not real. That's what she could do with her powers. It was crazy to just see that. So if she wanted to make it look like spiders was on you just to, you know, just to play with your mind, she could have done it, but she would make it look so real, so real, but it wasn't. And to have a power like that is pretty awesome. I feel like it's a very interesting power. Uh, number 11, we will learn more about Billy, uh, about his story uh I I feel like he was one of the fan favorites that's also number 12 uh the Stranger Things crew will be in relationships we we all seen that coming uh number 13 dad Steve will be back he will be back so if you were wondering if he was gonna be back in season three there it is uh number 14 season this was this is pretty interesting one uh, season three is going to be inspired by a 1985 film, Back to the Future. Uh, uh, man, that's crazy. Uh, I, I, I would have never guessed. I mean, the movie is from the 80s, so it kind of makes sense. Uh, number 15, uh, Maya Hockey has been a cast. Uh, shoot, that's great. That's great. Um, shoot. I didn't see that coming either. But those are the things you need to know about Stranger Things. And I'm looking forward to this next season. I hope you guys are. And that was just the info. I got this from Ellie. If you need to look it up, look it up. Uh, All this information from uh, Ellie.com about culture. So, yeah. Uh, Let's get into the second quarter in CAA. It's been a crazy March Madness. And and I just I'm just sad about Duke losing. I'm so sad about Duke losing. I thought they were gonna make it to the final four. Like we me and Kavar talked about um, you know, last episode we said that I said in particular that Kansas was gonna lose to Duke. And it was starting to look like that in the uh second half down the uh minute stretch. Until they let the senior, I can't say his name, but hit uh, number 10 from Kansas, hit a wide open three-pointer to tie the game up towards the end of the freaking game to put it in overtime. But, you know, when I was looking that game, I was analyzing that game. What I realized is that Duke could have won that game. They could have won that game because Wendell Carter and Marvin Bagley III are too much for Kansas. And once Wendell Carter fouled out the game, uh, you know, Duke was forced to be heavily, you know, heavily uh, to rely on Marvin Bagley for down lowage. And Grayson Allen, he was somewhat getting the job done, but he didn't get the job done enough, unfortunately. And he's the senior of this team, and he's supposed to lead this team uh, to the Final Four. Uh, I, I couldn't say I'm disappointed, but I expected more out of Grayson Allen that game. And, uh, you know, hopes up 
him go to the draft. If he goes to the draft, good job, good for him. But Duke's fans, uh, unfortunately, we're sad about that game. But I want to congratulate Kansas uh, making it to the Final Four. And I also want to congratulate uh, Chicago, Leola, Leola, Chicago, uh, to making it to the Final Four, Michigan, to the Final Four in Villanova. That's the only team on my bracket that has made it to the Final Four that was on my bracket. And what I can say about Leola is that they're a tough, tough team. They, they, they beat you down defensively, and they can come at you at, on the offensive side. So it, it's crazy seeing them beat, you know, high-leverage teams like that. And they compete at the highest level. So I wouldn't be surprised if they beat Michigan. But Michigan's going to break it to them. And we're going to see if Michigan is going to, uh, you know, show that they deserve to be in the Final Four and almost getting to a championship as also. But coming from the Villanova and Kansas side, that is a tough one, guys. That is a tough one because you have to look at it. Kansas... You know, they have that guard-heavy play. Guard-heavy play. And, and I, I, can't say the, I can't say that for Villanova. They have a balanced team. They have more of a balanced team. But I'll say Kansas have more of a guard-heavy team than Villanova. But Villanova plays defense. They can lock down your best player. And that best player is the guy that's just been snapping, Malik Newman. And Devontae Graham. They've been playing some good basketball together. They look like a great duo out there. Uh, Malik Newman, you can't leave that cat open. You cannot leave that guy open. Sorry, guys, I'm under the weather. But uh, you cannot leave that guy open because he dropped 30. That's the second game he's dropped 30. He dropped 30 on Seton Hall. He dropped 30 on Duke. So you cannot do that. You cannot leave him open. So this is advice for the team that's going against Kansas, which is Villanova. And Villanova is going to try to lock down your best best player on your team. And then they're going to try to outscore you. <coughs> and their best player is Jalen Bronson. Uh, big fan of that kid. I was watching him the other night. Uh, he, he can be a, he, he, he can He can ball. He got a nice little handle. Uh, he has a high IQ. Uh, there's a possibility, you know, he can go up top 10 dra- in the draft this year. But, you know, just because the exposure he's getting at Villanova, uh, you know, he might not go up that high. He might. We'll have to see. And he has a uh, Mikel Bridges uh, with a 7-2 wingspan. and can shoot from anywhere on the court. And he just it has Spillman, uh, an athletic big man that they have. Uh, he can shoot. So they have a pretty much balanced team there. And I'm liking the way they're looking. But uh, if I had to put money on either team for that uh, west side, I'm going to have to go with uh, Villanova. I'm going with Villanova. I'm going with Villanova. I got to go with Villanova. I know it's going to be a good game. It's going to be a good game. And I hope you guys watch it. See you next week on that one. But uh, for the other side, I got my money on Michigan just because, you know, uh, I feel like they're going to bring it. Uh, They got the most upside. And, you know, the Cinderella story is going to have to end eventually. Sorry to be the 
though, the buzz killer, but it's going to have to end eventually. So, yeah, that's my take on that. But let's, you know, that's my take on any of all that stuff. But let's get into the NFL now. There's been a, you know, there's there's been some stories going on, uh, you know, but let's get on to the mock draft. Who's going to pick up who, in your opinion, in my opinion? Uh, I feel like the Browns, they're going to pick up. <coughs> Oops, sorry, guys. I feel like the Browns are going to pick up. Shoot, that's a tough one. Uh, that is a tough one. They, uh, shoot. They're going to pick up a running back or their quarterback. That's what they should pick up. But let me think about their situation. They're, they're starting off fresh. They re, they're rebuilding. So this is who I think the Cleveland Browns should pick up. Or they might pick up. They might pick up either Saquon Barkley or Sam Darnold. They need a quarterback. If they want to start this rebuilding stage, get the quarterback first. Don't get the running back because Sam Darnold's going to get taken off with a quickness. You know what I'm saying? Everybody, you know, people are always seeking to get a quarterback, especially teams that's rebuild in the rebuilding stage. Uh, the New York Giants is going to probably most likely get Josh Rosen or uh, Quentin Nelson. Uh... Uh, the Jets at third will po- possibly pick up a Josh Allen. I like that pickup for them. Uh, fourth, the Browns again. Uh, they're going to most likely pick up Saquon Barkley, whoever they can get. Uh, number five, Denzel Ward for the Broncos. Or uh, maybe a, a DN, Bradley Chubbs uh, from NC State. Or, you know. You know, I mean, possibly pick up uh, a Fitzpatrick from uh, DB, defensive back from Alabama. There's a possibility. Uh, depends who's in the draft still. But uh, six, the Colts. Uh, the possibility if they can get a Baker Mayfield, they're going to trade it to the Bills. There, there's a projected trade. Uh, that's if they get a Baker Mayfield in the trade. <coughs> but, uh, there's a possibility if they can't, they're going to pick up a Bradley Chubbs if he's still in the draft. And, you know, he's, there's a possibility he still may be in the draft. Seven, uh, the Buccaneers. Um, Derwin James uh, from Florida State. Uh, safety. Uh, I like that pickup for the Buccaneers. They need some more uh, defense, secondary defense. So, uh, you know, I like that pickup for them. Uh, San Francisco, Darren Ward, uh, Denzel Ward, I mean, cornerback out of Ohio State. That's if he's even going to be in there because it looks like the Broncos. It might be a possibility that, you know what I'm saying, that they want him. But those are my top, well, 10, hold up, 10. I forgot the Raiders at 10. Uh, there's Raquan Smith. Uh, outside linebacker to play for Georgia. There's a possibility. Yeah, the Raiders definitely need to uh, pick up some more defensive pieces that they could develop <coughs> and get ready for this season. Uh, I'm liking that. I'm liking that. I'm really liking that pickup. Con Smith from Georgia. So, yeah. Those are my top 10 uh, drafts. But, 
you know, there's another, there's another story about, you know, Nada Can Sue. He agreed to a one-year deal. And me and Kavar talked about this last episode that, uh, you know, that if if Los Angeles Rams could get a hold of this guy and they did, it is over for that defense. Their defense is going to be so nasty. It's going to be so nasty. <coughs> They got a Marcus Peters, uh, you know, uh, they got a Marcus Peters in the secondary, um, defensive backs playing on the cornerback. And then they got this guy on the line and a few pieces that they have on that line. It's also, it's just nasty. And he signed, you know, a $114 million contract that made him the highest pay defensive player in the NFL to the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, I just can't believe they pay him that much money, but the Rams got to do what they got to do. They got to get better. They're on a mission. You obviously see that they're on a mission uh, to shape this team to what they want, which is a championship contending team. Now, do you think that, you know, is he worth that much money? Does it matter? Uh, we're going to have to see because, you know, the, Ram, the Rams defense is, you know, just reshaping. You know, they picked up Marcus Peters recently and uh, Talib uh, and Robert Quinn and the linebacker, Alik uh, Agtri. And then also Sue joins the defensive line that already has some nice features. Oh, my goodness. It, their defense is going to be nasty. They're going to be nasty. Uh, they finished last year ninth, uh, 19th in total yards with an average of 339 allowed per game. So imagine this year, it's probably going to be, uh, the rankings will be higher. It's going to be like at a top 10 at least. Top 10. At least has to be at top 10. But let's get on to the next uh, piece of news. Uh, do you believe that, you know, uh, the Giants to trade Odell Beckham as they begin to reveal negotiating strategies. Um, I don't think so. Due to that, you know, the uh, a recent allegation. Well, I wouldn't say it was allegation, but something that he does is he deserved a franchise tag. Uh, Odell Beckham, you know, that video that was out there. Uh, you know, if I was the Giants. Um, I don't know what I would do with this guy. I mean, as a professional, you got to be a professional. You cannot let this stuff happen, you know. But John, you know, uh, Giants co-owner, John Mara, uh, he says his roster is untouchable. So there, this is surely an environment to jumpstart some serious buzz about a major trade. It happened with Deshaun Jackson, Person Harvey, and T. Leaves said, I mean, come on. And, but don't expect to see that, you know, Odell Beckham Jr., at least not now. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like he's a barrier on the Giants organization. But if they want to keep him, go ahead, you know. Do what you got to do, Giants. If you want to win, keep a superstar on your team. Just keep Odell Beckham, I guess. I mean, if he's a barrier on your organization, and if I was them, I would trade him. Um trade them for some pieces because uh, the Giants are obviously garbage. They were garbage last year even though they beat my Kansas City Chiefs, but that's a whole t- topic for a different time. Uh, you know, 
But let's get into the fourth quarter. Let's get into the NBA. You know, my my topic I like to talk about. Uh, There's been stuff out there. Actually, it's real. You know, it's real. There there was a story, but it's real. Uh, Markel Fultz uh, was playing tonight. He's supposed to play tonight. Hopefully he did. Uh, <coughs> he's supposed to return tonight. The first round, number round, number, drafted number one uh, to the 76ers, was supposed to play tonight against the Denver Nuggets. Markel Fultz. Wow. Now, we, we haven't seen this guy play in forever. And last time we did see him, his free throw was looking Broke his jump shot was looking pretty bad, but uh, you know there's been there's been news out there that uh, he's supposed to play tonight, and hopefully I get to see that game tonight. If I didn't get to see him, let you know later on. But <coughs> uh, can he? You know, I mean, should he just sit out for the rest of the year if he didn't play tonight? He's supposed to play tonight. I'm not sure. Uh, I feel like he already has played. But, you know, that's a different topic for a different time. Do you think the Wizards are better without John Wall? Okay, people might say that, you know, John Wall, uh, you know, there's better ball movement without John Wall on the basketball team. But at the end of the day, when it comes down to facing high caliber teams, high heavy guard playing teams, who is going to take the pressure off the team? That's going to be John Wall. Because Bradley Bill, it's, it's shown in the numbers that his clutch numbers are not as high that we think they are. His shooting percentage in the clutch, in the crutch, in the crunch time is not really that clutch. But that's a different topic for a different time. But overall, what I'm just trying to say is. The Wizards need John Wall. I don't care about the numbers. I don't care how good they've been playing. They're going to need a John Wall. Because at the end of the day, he is a bona fide superstar in this league who can average a double-double. He can give you 24-25. He can give you 30-10 and 10 assists. And he can give you a triple-double like a Wessel Westbrook if you wanted to. He is an oversized guard. 6'4", 6, 6'5". 220 pounds, seven foot wingspan. He can defend and he can score at will. He can score, he can drive, he can penetrate the defense, uh, and he can get teammates open shots. And when it comes to the Wizards saying everybody eats, they need to apologize to John Wall because that is their superstar. That is the leader of this team. And y'all need that guy. He's the energy to this team. But, you know, uh, you know, that's just opinionated, I guess. But, um, shoo, crazy. Um, I've been watching these Lakers lately as also. Uh, they've been looking, you know what I'm saying? They've been looking all right. Uh, Lonzo Ball, he's been in a shooting slump lately. But they did get the win. Um, against the Memphis Grizzlies, it, uh, they were they started off pretty bad. <clears throat> it was like a 13-2 run in the first five four minutes, 
But at the end of the game, they won. You know, that's all that matters, W's. And they need to start getting ready for next season because they're not going to the playoffs. And I want them to mentally get ready for next year because there's going to be a superstar there. Hopefully, if Magic Johnson gets the job done, there's going to be a superstar there in Los Angeles. Whether you like it or not, there has to be a superstar. They've been planning this for too long. The Lakers industry has been down in the dirt for too long to not get a superstar this year. It just has to happen. You know, us Lakers fans have been waiting for this. So we as Lakers fans, we are demanding for Magic Johnson to do his job. Get a superstar in Los Angeles. <clears throat> the brightest of all time franchise. Probably with the most superstars, the all timers just of all time has played for the Lakers. Once you're thinking about Will Chamberlain, Kareem, you know what I'm saying? Kobe Bryant, Shaq. Come on. Do I have to keep going? You know what I'm saying? Jerry West is of the world. You know? But, you know, that's all I got today uh, on sports news, but on the NBA's also. And I want to thank you guys for just continuing to listen to my cold. I have a sound. I got a cold. But uh, I thank you. Uh, continue to listen. Uh, stay patient with Fourth Quarter Legends. I thank you. Uh, once again, follow us on Twitter, Fourth Quarter Legends. Uh, also on Instagram, Fourth Quarter Legends. And we will hit you back and you hit us back. And remember, we're the fan of the fans. <laughs> Have a good one, y'all. We out.